Hey, welcome to Take Him With You, the weekly podcast exploring my faith without being religious. Well, today we're going to look at some Super Bowl commercials, talk about my faves, and I've got my electric guitar. Stay tuned. Well, on today's show, what Super Bowl commercials were my favorite? What's the deal with Lock on Lost? Why Men Love Shredders, and more. Plus words of wisdom from Dr. Luke. Food for thought with my electric guitar. And a special song from the band I was in in the 90s. So grateful that you have decided to listen to Take Him With You. This is a weekly podcast kind of exploring my faith, talking about uh, spirituality without getting all religious into dogma or who says this and who says that. Just kind of talking about me. My name is Rick Moyer, and I'm just... I'm just really excited that you t- that you tuned in. I guess you're not. A, it's not a radio show, even though I'm used to doing radio for years and years. I did radio, so if I say tune in, ah, forgive me. Thanks for downloading the show or listening on the net. Whatever you're doing, it's just really cool that you're here. So, what are we going to do today? Oh, let me see. Let's talk about the purpose of the podcast. The pers- purpose of this podcast is to talk about spiritual stuff and, and life. In a genuine way, just want to give you a little bit of a picture of where I came from, why I do what I do, and uh, who I am. And maybe it'll spur you to think about who you are and why you do what you do. So I went out, and uh, today I'm excited. I'm, I'm, you know, I was inspired by uh, Rico Dosti over at the Trex and Sci-Fi podcast. You want to go there, www.trexandsci-fi.com, and uh, download that podcast. Great stuff. Anyway, um, I got some green tea today. It's natural raspberry. Let's just... You you buy those little packets, you know the little flavor packets of uh, they they they're basically smelly dust, yeah. And then you get your bottle of water. I've got my da- Dasani. Is that how you say that? Dasani, Dasani. Who wants to drink Dasani? Anyway, I'm gonna I'm gonna pour this in here. I'm trying a little experiment today with green tea raspberry. So pour the powder in. the The funny part is it all lumps at the very top of your water, and then you gotta mix it all up. But in the meantime. It's kind of cool because this big dust cloud hits everything around you. And then for, you know, days on end, you smell raspberry green tea all over your keyboard and stuff. I probably shouldn't do this next to the keyboard. Anyway, okay, let's put it in there and shake it up so I have something to drink. Just a minute. Oh, yeah. Oh, and if you don't take a little bit of the, the stuff off the top before you uh, mix it up, it gets all stuck in the cap and it's nasty. Nasty is what I say probably better to buy the pre-mixed stuff isn't it i don't know this is kind of cheap well i guess it's in there i guess i'm just not used to the green tea being green hmm. i'm glad you're not here to drink it huh okay <laughs> anyway <laughs> hey let's talk about what's going on at rick's house <laughs> actually really good green tea i'm drinking it right now it's raspberry green tea and uh 
the powdery mess was worth every delectable drop. Okay, so what's going on at the Moyer household in Rick's world? Rick's world, Rick's world. Boy, that's dating me, isn't it? Anyway. Let's see. Okay, I got some new headphones this week. That was kind of cool. I, I don't know about you. Um, okay, I have a, a confession to make. It's really, really true. I am a geek. No, I have come to the conclusion, and I. it's okay. It's not a bad thing to be a geek. In fact, it's kind of chic now. Chic? Gosh, I'm really dating myself today, aren't I? That's kind of weird, dating yourself. Well, that's for another completely different subject on another podcast completely. <clears throat> anyway, let's just say this. I go through earphones like, um, well, a lot because I listen to my iPod all the time. And can I say something as a geek to my fellow geeks and geekettes out there in podcast land? Let me just say this. Um, the iPod Touch is one of the coolest gadgets I have ever ever, mind you, played with, and I now own one. I had a uh, wonderful gift a couple of years ago. My son and his friends and my wife and a bunch of other people um, went together and bought me an iPod, video iPod, at 32 or 30 gig, and I just, I loved it. I, I just, I jumped right into playing music, and I put all my, my CDs and cassettes and everything on it, and I had... 4,000 some songs and carried it everywhere and I played that thing and played that thing and played that thing till it finally started wearing out and at the point it started wearing out and I knew I was going to have to get a new battery for it and everything they had come out with the iPod touches I saw a couple of advertisements on TV and I just sat there and you know when a geek sees technology on a commercial it's it's I don't know there's just something about it it's better I mean, it's more appealing to me to see a gadget on TV displayed and, and see all the cool things you could do with it than, you know, being tempted in other areas, you know, when they play, you know, food commercials. They're great. I like food. And, you know, they might have pictures of all sorts of different things on the screen and, you know, people can go, ooh, ah, ooh, be tempted. But when I see a piece of technology, I don't know, man, my palms get sweaty and uh, I just, I have this weird geek envy and... Anyway, I did it. I saved up the money. I bought an iPod Touch. My A couple of my friends, um, uh, one from Canada, one from Texas, uh, gave me some money on Amazon, uh, like a gift certificate, and I put that toward my iPod Touch. I got it, and right out of the box, it is the coolest thing. Here's what I like about the iPod Touch. The iPod Touch has Wi-Fi. Oh my gosh, that is such a cool thing. I can check my email at a hotspot anywhere or at my house, you know, because I've got wireless. And uh, I can check my email. I can send email. I can download right off the, the uh, iTunes uh, store. It's it's the coolest. There's all these great apps on it. Um, it's it's very user-friendly. I like the the new the one I have the next the next generation that I have um, I'm able to turn up and down the volume with a little knob or a little button on the side of it and I really like that as well. It's just a very very good machine and I have not been upset with it. Only like once in the few months that I've had it has it ever crashed and that's when it just got kind of stuck and I just had to reboot it. It's a great machine. I really really recommend it for those of you that are audiophiles out there that you just love music or you love podcasts or whatever. This machine is far superior to anything I've ever used, the iPod Touch. I have the 32 gig, 
and I'm sure they're coming out with all sorts of cool stuff. But I don't know. The Geek in Me, mm, 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 iPod Touch. Very, very cool. I love mine. So anyway, all that to say, I went and got some new earphones because I, I listen to it all the time and my earphones go out and I buy cheap earphones. So I decided to buy a little more expensive earphones this time. And I went to Staples and I was going through some stuff and I found a pair of these headphones. And I'm telling you, I'm trying to look where they are. Oh, I think they're in my pocket. Let me see what kind they are because I'm going to highly recommend them. I, I realize there's actually bass in things. That's pretty, They're called Griffin Griffin earphones, and I think I paid like $29.99 or something for them at Staples, and so far, it's been a very wonderful audio experience, so uh, get good earphones if you're going to be listening to your iPod or your MP3 player, because it's a whole new world. Mm -hmm. So while I was at um, Staples, I got the headphones, and I needed to get a new printer, because uh, my son owns the printer that we have right now, and he's probably going to be moving out pretty soon and taking his printer with him and I wanted to have a printer so I got got myself a little laser printer uh, it was on sale and got you filled out the rebate and all that jazz so the rebate's coming back that's nice and then I got something that I just there's something about this I don't know what it is but it's one of the coolest things I've ever ever played with yep I got myself a shredder Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. My own shredder. Yeah. What is it with men and shredders? We talked about women and shoes last week, and for some reason, ladies just love shoes. I love a shredder, a good shredder. Here, I put it right next to the to the, the recording system today just so that I could listen to it, and you could listen with me. This is so great. It's on automatic mode. It's just a small one. I got a really cheap one because... I didn't want to pay the big bucks for the big shredder. And I i don't know, maybe it's something about me, but uh, I used to love watching Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. How about you? Mm-hmm. I know, I know. I'm just exploring my geekiness today with you. Anyway, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, the, the main bad guy was named Shredder. <laughs> maybe that's why I like it. So you just, this is so cool. You just put your piece of paper into the little slot and destruction and mayhem ensue. I just love that. It's it's so cool. I'm gonna do it one more time. Just you put it right in there. Ah! It's so awesome. And then you pull off the top, and there's just these little shards. <laughs> Where else can you just totally be destructive and productive at the same time? I love shredders. Anyway. <laughs> Okay, what's been going on this week? I got the shredder, and I got the earphones, and I've been recording and working on some new music and thinking about uh, taking with you podcast and all the cool subjects we're going to be dealing with. My son Andrew and my wife Amy helped me move my studio into the corner. Um, that was cool because now I can do all my stuff over here without uh, having interruptions all the time, and that's helpful, a little more comfortable. I kind of like it. Very fun. Let's see. Watch some TV this week. Oh, I could comment a little bit about... Um, I've been watching Lost. Anybody else watching Lost? Yeah, you know, that show is really different. You know, if I had a better memory, I think it probably would be more fascinating to me. I just forget. You know, from week to week, I forget what's happened. And so when I'm watching, I'm like, huh? What? I mean, now, spoiler alert now, if you aren't watching, fast forward about uh, 30 seconds because I'm going to talk a little bit about what I call the lock paradox. 
Um, I really like the character of Locke. He's kind of cool. And, uh, you know, we find him dead in a coffin um, in in the States. And then all of a sudden, um, we're flipping back and forth on the island, and he's alive. And so I'm thinking, why are there why are there double locks? And is it because of the time paradox? And anyway, I'm having a lock problem. Anyway, I, I don't understand it all. But all I know is that, boy, what a ride they've taken us on on Lost. And uh, we have more to go. So I've been watching that show. I've been watching 24. Jack is back. And, you know, it's not a bad season. I'm kind of enjoying it. A little bit far-fetched, but then 24 always is. I mean, when you have something vital happen every single hour for 24 hours, you know that's probably not really realistic. But anyway, I'm enjoying watching the show Crazy Mayhem and nutsoid violence and uh, you don't know what, which way the plot's going to twist next. 24. Hmm. Go Jack, go. I'm liking it though. Some of my favorite characters so far is the the Chloe alike in the FBI office. I kind of like her. She's kind of weird. I like her. Not sure what I think about the assistant guy. He's kind of weird. Uh, let's see. What else? Who else do I like in there? I don't know. I just, you know, Jack. Jack's cool. What else have I been watching? We watched uh, Chuck in 3D. Did you do that? They had those 3D glasses at the grocery store that you you bought and you put on while you're watching Chuck. And, of course, the very first scene I had to, all you know, my kids are like, what? <laughs> if, you, if you watch the show, you'll understand. It was like, wow, <laughs> Sarah in 3D. And my wife wasn't too thrilled about that. And anyway, it was a quick scene. It was over quick. But anyway, watch the show. Those glasses gave me a headache. It really didn't look that 3D. I don't know. It was okay, but I love Chuck, and it's just so funny. The humor is so quirky. I love Buy More and the guys at Buy More. That is just so fun. I think the chemistry on the cast is fabulous. If you haven't watched Chuck, watch Chuck. Very funny show. And let me talk. Okay, okay, real quick. Let me just go through my five favorite Super Bowl commercials. All right, coming in at number five is the Cheeto commercial. Did you like that one? Did you watch it? I only watch the Super Bowl for the commercials. I don't even watch the Super Bowl. Can't tell you what happened in the game. Don't even care. Ooh, hope I didn't lose a whole bunch of listeners right then. Anyway, I, I like the commercials better than I like the actual football, but that's just me. And anyway, I like, okay, number five, the Cheeto commercial, the Lippy Lady Gets Pigeoned. I just thought that was such an awesome commercial, and I like Cheetos. Who doesn't like Cheetos? Which kind do you like, the Puff Cheetos or the Crunchy Cheetos? I like them both for different reasons. Mm-hmm. I won't go into them. Oh, let's see. Um, it's coming in at number four. The the episode or the episode. The commercial I really liked was the Pepsi Max commercial of "I'm good, I'm good." All the, it, finally a diet soda for men. I I just thought that was a funny commercial. All these guys getting hurt, and I'm, I'm good, I'm good. You know, that, that's just hilarious. After they take a drink of diet Pepsi Max. That was good. Okay, number three, uh, Career Builder. Uh, I thought that was hilarious. Got to see Vork from The Guild. Um, I don't know if you ever watched that web webisode series, The Guild, but uh, Vork was on there, and I just thought it was hilarious. Uh, but anyway, you know you know, when you're outside screaming because you don't want to go into work and, you know, it's, and your boss calls you stupid and on and on. Anyway, hilarious commercial. Basically, you know, maybe it's time for a new career. Great one. That was number three. Number two, of course, uh, this was a toss-up for number one, but not really. Number two was Priceline with Shatner. Oh, come on. Bill Shatner talking into the ear of the guy, and the guy you know, using uh, the way that Bill speaks was hilarious. Great 
great commercial. I liked it a lot. Anyway, and then of course number one, who if you know me, you know what the number one commercial was, ladies and gentlemen. Star Trek, the movie. Yep, coming out in May. I am so pumped, and what a great 30-second trailer. J.J. Abrams, I am so excited about this movie. He's done a wonderful job of perking the interest of Joe Everybody. Yeah, a bunch of people want to go see the Star Trek movie, and as my son is so fond of saying, even though he heard this from somebody else, Star Trek is cool again. Well, it's always been cool as far as I'm concerned. Anyway, that's what's going on at my house. There's tons of other things that I could talk about, but don't have time to. I'm sure we will in the days ahead. So, guess what time it is? It's time for Words of Wisdom on Taking With You. All right, our Words of Wisdom today come out of Luke chapter 11. Starting with verse 9, it says, And so I tell you, keep on asking, and you will receive what you ask for. Keep on seeking, and you will find. Keep on knocking, and the door will be opened to you. For everyone who asks, receives. And everyone who seeks, finds. And to everyone who knocks, the door will be opened. You fathers, if your children ask for a fish, do you give them a snake instead? Or if they ask for an egg, do you give them a scorpion? Of course not. So, if you sinful people know how to give good gifts to your children, how much more will your Heavenly Father give the Holy Spirit to those who ask Him? There you go. Some cool words of wisdom out of Luke chapter 11. By the way, I call him Dr. Luke. He was a physician, so that's kind of cool. I hope you got a little bit out of that. We'll be talking more about that on Food for Thought. Okay, it's time for Food for Thought. This week's title is called Sneaking to Church. Now, last week we talked a little bit about our belief system and how sometimes we can believe things that just aren't true, especially when we're influenced by our surroundings. Are we a product of our environment or do we have a choice? We talked about how we don't have to be a product of our environment, that we do have a choice. We can change. We can stop cycles of of destructive things in our life. And we can um, let our life be enhanced by some of the good habits that we learn. I shared about my dog, Shannon. Remember how he was smiling at me? And he wasn't trying to bite my head off, even though I thought he was. By the way, I put a picture up in the notes. You need to go to www.takehimwithyou.com and check out the picture. I have a picture of Shannon there and some pictures of me with my cow bully. Yeah, I know. And Clarence the chicken on my head. I really did live on a farm. It's really true. And you can go check it out on the podcast notes. Just go right to takehimwithyou.com and click on Jesus the cuss word. You'll see right there pictures of the whole thing. Very fun. By the way, thanks to my mom for sending me those pictures. She went through the photo albums for me and scanned them in and sent them to me. Thanks, Mom. 
you're cool. Oh, and I want to say one thing. I really believe that our perception is an interesting thing. So let's go into our subject today, sneaking to church. As I became a, a teenager, I actually was exposed to something fantastic. It was called rock music. Now, you have to understand that uh, me being young and everything and uh, always having kind of a flair for entertaining people on the blog, if you go to the uh, TakeHimWithYou.com uh, webpage, you'll see a picture of me with a ventriloquist dummy. And I, I was entertaining people at an early age. I just liked talking with people about all sorts of different stuff and doing jokes and all sorts of different things. But see, when, um, when my brother lived at home, he had a cassette collection. This is how old I am. It was a collection of cassettes, and, and I got to uh, look into his cassette uh, little box full of, of tapes and everything, and I found some music that I had never really been exposed to before. And I, I just remember... Um, seeing Heart and Sticks and Foreigner and all these different bands that I'd never really ever heard of before. And I, I started listening and I was blown away. And I so badly, so badly wanted to be able to play music like that. Well, I had some uncles, uh, one uncle in particular, Uncle Bruce, that actually taught me how to play a few chords on a guitar and ended up giving me a 12-string guitar. And I was so grateful to him for uh, helping me out in the area of music. And, you know, there's five chords in the song House of the Rising Sun, and I learned every one of them. That's how I kind of learned some chords on the guitar. But then something happened that uh, really changed everything. It's uh, when I was introduced to ACDC. And I brought my guitar with me today so we could play a few tunes uh, that I learned. And and I learned how to play a thing called power chords, and and ACDC was just... I don't know, they only played like four chords for their entire album, but they play them well. So I really liked them, and I really got into them, because they were cool. Yes, they were. I listened to uh, all sorts of different heavy music because I just I just really like like Ted Nugent. Yeah, that was fun stuff, and and uh, I kind of just kind of taught myself how to play uh, the heavy stuff because it really wasn't too hard. I know that sounds kind of weird. But I remember getting my very first Black Sabbath album, and I really, really liked it. It's when Ozzy Osbourne spelled his name with an S. He used to be the lead singer of Black Sabbath, by the way. And then uh, Ronnie James Dio and several others were the lead singers of Black Sabbath over the years. But I really, really, really liked it. I I just enjoyed playing guitar. And what was so fun is is I just got to 
to experience this rush with the music because I really thought it was cool. Do you remember this one? That was the Scorpions. I really like the Scorpions too. I like because they had a cool accent. I can't remember where they were from. Sweden, I think. I don't remember. But all I remember is that they, they were cool and I really, really liked them. Of course, one of my favorite bands of all time um, growing up was a band called Iron Maiden. And this is a little tune they used to do called, um, what was this? Oh, The Flight of Icarus, I think was the name. <laughs> Anyway, it was cool, and I, I kind of liked their music. So kind of from that point on, I just started playing my guitar a lot. I got a, I, I, Every once in a while, I'd play with other folks. I uh, had a really good friend named Mike that uh, played music with me, and we, we did all sorts of different crazy stuff together. And then kind of got a studio together and started playing stuff so I can sit in my studio and I can make up songs. See, I just push the button on my keyboard and get some drums going. And then I can just jam along with it. Yeah, so <laughs> I kind of have a good time just kind of playing around. I remember um, some of my favorite bands, like the Doobie Brothers, were cool. You remember that song, China Grove? Oh, so many different um cool things that I just had such a great time with but I th- I think the the thing I really liked about the heavier songs was that it just there was kind of a feeling of power to them and you know I got to thinking I wondered why I liked that kind of that style of music so much and I think some of the answers were was when I when I was a kid uh you know even in junior high I really wasn't into like PE or uh sports or anything like that I was more of a band geek you know I like band and I like drama things like that and I think uh, I just didn't feel like I was really a good athlete. So I was like picked last when we do softball and different things. I'm not trying to get you to feel sorry for me. I'm just, just saying I just wasn't into the athletic part. And I really didn't have a lot of skill in that area. But I love like creative things. I like music and art and, and all sorts of different stuff like that. And when I, when I first heard heavy metal music, it just really caught my attention because of, of the power that it had. I mean, it was just like... And these guys would like do theatrics with it and, and all sorts of explosions on the stage and it was just it was just way, way cool.
okay, all that. So I'm playing with the guitar here and having fun and everything. But all that to say this, I think what it was was I was searching for something kind of bigger than me. And I wanted to be part of something that, I don't know, had some power to it. So I really, really kind of got deep and into the kind of the dark, heavy metal. Now, it wasn't in the days, there wasn't like a, Slayer wasn't really around or any of those really heavy bands like that. That was It was earlier than that. So the heaviest I could find was like Black, Black Sabbath and, um, you know, Ronnie James Dio and stuff like that, Judas Priest and... Uh, I just really, I don't know, there was there was something about them that um, there was kind of mystical to me, you know, uh, it just was stuff that I, I liked. It was really heavy and it was really cool and it had a spiritual side to it. What I don't even think they were meaning to have a spiritual side to it. I just think that that's, I was kind of picking up on that. So I was kind of searching for power and I'll never forget something that happened to me that really was kind of weird. And I don't know how to explain it. Somebody either was praying for me or I don't know how it all worked out. But I I just remember coming to a point in my life where things just got really hard. I was a senior in high school. I was the drum major of the band. I was involved in drama. I was a, a state champion in speech and debate. And I was I was excelling at my career in high school. You know, I was doing well. I wasn't getting straight A's, but I was having the time of my life, having a great time. I had a girlfriend at the time, and I think what what happened was I just started coming to grips with the fact that I was going to go be going into college the next year. That uh, well, I had a friend of mine, a real good friend of mine, kind of tell me that I was an egotistical jerk and he didn't want to be around me anymore. And then my girlfriend told me to take a hike, and it just kind of got from there. It went kind of worse, and and I really started searching because uh, you know if people were saying these things about me, was it true? Was I really that way? Was I really super selfish and was I really into myself? And and I guess the answer was yes. And I didn't know how to deal with that. But it's interesting how some people have an influence on our lives, don't they? I mean, I I remember dating a girl one time that uh, she was a Christian, uh, one of those people called a born-again Christian. Now, I know I don't use those terms a whole lot on this show, but she... She, let me just say this. She had a relationship with God that was a lot more intense than most people that I knew. I mean, I knew people that believed in God, but I did not know people quite like this. And she really challenged me, and she told me I was really into music, that music was my God. And uh, she challenged me to, to not listen to music for one whole day. And I just thought, are you kidding? Give me a break. And I, I remember having the Live Journey album, actually, the Live Journey cassette in my my. Uh, Ford Pinto hatchback with wood paneling on the side. I had a realistic tape deck with bass booster. That's before that was popular. Yeah. And uh, I had these big, huge Herkin speakers. And every time I would play the stereo, the back of my hatchback would just kind of jump up and down, you know. It was cool. <laughs> of course, I probably went, that's probably why I can't hear too well now. But that's beside the point. Anyway, she challenged me. And I remember thinking, well, I can do that. I can do that. I can go a whole day without music. And I got in my car. And I started driving back out to my house. I had about a, a 15, 20 minute drive, and I, I didn't make it 10 minutes. And I had to be, I had to listen to music. It was, just, it was kind of music was my drug. It was really the thing that that uh, kept me going and and fed me some power in my life. And I don't know why. I just, it just was that way. I, and I guess you know when she told me that that uh, music was my god, I guess I, it really did challenge me. And so. I'll never forget her talking to me and telling me that she loved Jesus more than she loved me and that if if we were ever going to be 
together or go further in our relationship that I needed to know God like she knew God. And that really turned me off. It really made me mad, very upset. She gave me some Christian music to listen to, and and, uh, she knew I liked the hard stuff, so she gave me like Res Band and Larry Norman and some other things that are artists that I'd never really listened to before. And I listened to them. I did. And I heard of a, a band called Petra. They were kind of, there was only like three or four bands back then that, that, that were heavier and they weren't really even heavy. If you look back at them now, you know, I mean, it, it all is, I guess, relative, but uh, I'll never forget her really challenging me. And it was good for me. It was good for me to think about why I liked what I liked. So all that to say this, I remember one morning, I, I this was uh, maybe a year after that, I, I just remember waking up one morning and thinking, you know, I wonder what church is like. I wonder what it would be like to go to church. And you have to understand that, like I say, you know, I've talked to my mom and dad about, uh, you know, sneaking to church. And they said, you know, we would have never been upset with you. Why did you sneak? You know, I can't believe, you know. And and after talking with them, I realized my perception was I was embarrassed. I didn't want anybody to know I was searching after spiritual things, especially my parents. I don't know why. Uh, I guess I was just, you know, I was thinking that maybe if I was going to seek after God, that it, that God would be like a crutch to me. And I didn't want to be weak, I guess, in their eyes. And, and I think that's a, a problem with a lot of people. They don't want to seek after their faith. They don't want to explore more of God because it, it, they think they're weak. But, you know, I don't know anybody that really is strong, super strong. I mean, I know people that are you know have resolve and everything, but I don't know a lot of people that are super, super strong. In fact, I think every one of us as human beings, we are weak. I mean, we do need God. And I think that's what I... I, w- I was just embarrassed. I didn't want to. I don't want to tell my parents. So I remember getting up really early, and I didn't know really a whole lot of about church. I remember my friend Robbie uh, took me to church with him at this church in uh, in Hoquim called the Presbyterian Church, and he had taken me a couple of times to Sunday school, and I I went for I don't know a few weeks in a row, and and then I just kind of it wasn't my thing, so I just didn't go back until that morning. I got up early on a Sunday morning, and I put on a pair of slacks and a shirt and a tie. <laughs> Now, I didn't dress like that normally, obviously. And I remember getting in my Ford Pinto, my uh, stick shift, and putting a a Black Sabbath uh, cassette tape in and jammed to it really loud all the way into town to church for the first time. Snuck out, made sure my parents didn't see me or know where I was going. I just left. And I remember coming into the, walking into the foyer of the church and seeing these people that were, I guess, called the greeters now that I look back at it, and they offered me this little program of what was going to go on that day. Now, mind you, I had not really been in a church service for years and years, and so this was a kind of a new experience for me. I walked in, and every person in there had, no offense to those people listening that have gray hair, but everybody there was old and had gray hair. And boy, here comes in this, you know, young, you know, 18-year-old kid, and uh, they were just on me like vultures on meat, <laughs> And they were like, "Hey, what's up? Hey, hi, whoa, you know all this different stuff." And and I remember sitting down in the in the pew, and uh, and the music started up, the pipe organ, you know, or the organ, and and everybody stood up, and I, so I stood up, and then they sang songs that that I had never heard before, and then we'd sit down, and then we'd read, and the the guy up at the at the front would read, and then we'd read back, and and then he would give this little message, and then at the end, everybody again ascended or descended on me, and you know, like. Hey, fresh meat and uh tried to get me to come back next week that was my experience my first experience in in church so needless to say it wasn't very hip i mean it was kind of old and it was kind of stuffy and it really was rather religious and i don't know but there was something inside me that said go back 
so I remember for the next several weeks, I just, I would get up early and I'd go, finally, I told my parents, Hey, I, I've been going to church and they went really, and they reacted completely different than I thought. I thought they'd be mad at me. I don't know why they were, they were cool people and they didn't have any problem with that. But for some reason, I just thought they would be upset with me. And so I remember telling them, okay, I, I've been going to church. And I, and I remember the, the guy that was the, uh, the head of the church and they called him a pastor. Uh, he was an, an older gentleman, very, very kind and I remember him taking me aside and saying, "Rick, I I've seen you've been coming for a while. Would you like to um, Would you like to come come take a little class on on what the Bible says about uh, faith?" And I I I said, "Well, I don't know." He goes, "You know, really, it'd be great if you become a member of the church." Well, I didn't know what that meant or anything, so. I said I would. I had to go a little earlier on Sunday morning and go into his study, and then he had a couple other people in there with me, and and we would go, we went through the book of Matthew, which is the first book in the New Testament. And I remember going through that, and I'd have a, a, a yellow pad with me, and I'd write all these questions down that I had, and I'd bring my questions. And I don't know if he knew what he was in for when he said, "Would you take a class?" Because I'm telling you what, it was absolutely crazy. I mean, I started. I had all these questions and more questions than I think he'd ever heard anybody ask about faith and about God and who Jesus was and all this jazz. And I just remember being very, very curious. I had never really read the Bible other than to look for UFOs. So this was all new to me. And so I started reading and I wasn't getting all the answers that I needed. And it was just, it was very, very, very different. And all I know is this, I was seeking something bigger than myself. And really when it comes right down to us as, as human beings, there's there's a few things that we all have in common. We have some needs. I'm going to share those needs right after this. Take Him With You is an experiment of the Moyer family, and we are having a blast encouraging people on a weekly basis and bringing you some fresh stuff every week. We're going to be starting a newsletter soon and taking subscriptions for that to try and support our family. At the same time, if you'd like to head on over to our website, we would love it if you check it out at www.takehimwithyou.com. If you'd like to be a monthly supporter, we would really appreciate any help that you could give. Bless you, and thanks for listening to Take Him With You. So, like I was saying, there are, there are some basic needs that human beings have, and of course the first one we all know, and that is to be loved. Every one of us, in order to function the right way, the way we were created to function, we need to be loved. So that's an important thing for each one of us to experience in our lifetime, and that's to be loved. The second thing is to belong. Um, not only do we need to be loved, but we need to belong to something. We need to belong to a family or something that we can rub elbows with other people and, and be part of somebody else's life. And the third thing is to be part of something bigger. I mean, all of us in some fashion or form, I mean, some people go to church to be you know, involved in something bigger. Some people join the Elks or the Eagles or or fraternity or, you know, there's all sorts of different th- clubs and things that people join. Um, I mean, I'm on a forum and I love the, the Trex and Sci-Fi forum. I like to be part of something bigger than myself. I think we all have that need inside of us to be belong to something like that. And then last, I really believe, not everybody believes this, but I truly believe that there uh, the the one thing we really, really need is to fill our spiritual hearts. I think there's a hole inside of us that screams out for God. And, and I you know, that's kind of what I was looking for, and I found him. And, I, of course, in, in the coming episodes and stuff, you'll hear kind of how I finally made that determination that I really needed God 
in my life. It was a little bit different than what most people think of when someone has an experience with God. This was a total different kind of, I haven't heard a whole lot of people have the same type of story that I do. So I hope that you come back and listen to that. But let me just ask you this question. Are you ready? (laughs) What do you run to to be loved? Where do you belong? Because I think that's a, as a pertinent question when we when I share my story, I think I just want to ask you, what do you belong to? Do you belong something bigger to something bigger than you? Um, where's your heart at? It's a good question. I was in a band uh, for many years, a Christian rock band, and my friend Mike, uh, who incidentally is the friend who told me I was an egotistical jerk, uh, we obviously be, restored our friendship and we played in a band together. And he actually wrote this song. Um, I do the vocals and the bass guitar and some background vocals on it as well as the the rest of the band guys do some vocals on it and play guitar and do a bunch of stuff. But I'd like to play the song for you because I think it's appropriate for this show. It's a song called Blind to Love. Um, Take a listen to it and I'll be back at the end to wrap things up.
go blind to love that was a band i was in called the church and we had such a great time we did all sorts of different music and recordings and played concerts that song incidentally was a hard song to sing we recorded in the studio with a guy named kurt vanderhoof of uh, metal church i don't know if you've ever heard of them They're, they were a, a band that uh, toured a lot in in uh, in europe a heavy metal band. They're not Christian or anything like that, but uh, Kurt, in fact, was a friend of mine, and he recorded us in his studio, which was really, really fun. But that song was really hard to sing. It was very high for me to sing. And when we did it live, it was always a difficult song to sing because of of the high notes there. But we had a great time uh, playing that song, and I had a great time singing it. It was very, very fun. So my journey into faith came when I finally came to an end of myself. You know, as I talked before, I kind of came to a, a conclusion that I didn't have everything it took to live the way I needed to live, and I was searching for something bigger. Something finally happened in my life that really changed all the ways that I thought about things. And in the upcoming podcast, I will share what that incident was and how my life totally changed. Next week, you aren't going to want to miss it. I'm going to talk about um, an interesting experience that I had um, with my stereo equipment. Yes, it's true. Uh, Next week's episode is called, Hey Man, You Ruined My Record. Some of you will get that. Some of you won't, but it'll be okay because you just have to come and listen again next week to take him with you. So, Hey Man, You Ruined My Record. That's next week on Take Him With You. Hey, listen, if you are a listener and you'd like to send in some audio comments on the show, if you've been liking it or you want to say whatever, give a comment, please send them in to rick at takehimwithyou.com. That's rick at takehimwithyou.com. Send us email. Send whatever you'd like to send. We would love that. I would just be thrilled if I could get some feedback and and, uh, it would be great to hear from you. And also, don't forget to visit the website, www.takehimwithyou.com. Comment on the blog. I have pictures up there of all sorts of fun things. You'll really enjoy the website. And a prayer request thing is there. Tons of things you can do, some pictures to look at. www.takehimwithyou.com. I'd like to say a quick prayer for you, if that's okay with you. It doesn't hurt, really. It's, it's kind of cool. So let's, let me pray for you real quick so you have a good week. Father, I lift up my friend to you right now, and I just ask that you bless them today. 
whatever time of day it is, uh, help them throughout their day. And uh, I pray that uh, if they're searching, they come to find you. If they're they already know you, well, then I just pray that you bless them today and help them to um, spread a little encouragement around to wherever they are at. If they're going through any crisis, Lord, I pray that you would uh, be with them, help them. In Jesus' name, amen. Well, there you go. Next week, join us again. People have asked, well, how can we help out with the podcast, Rick? And really right now, we're just trying to, to make it month to month. So if you would like to give to the podcast, you certainly can by going to www.takehimwithyou.com. Click on the donate button. You can use your debit card or your credit card or whatever you want to do there to uh, give to the podcast. We'll have a a newsletter subscription coming out soon that you can uh, subscribe to. And then, of course, if you want to just send checks because it it costs less for us and you because PayPal does take some money out, uh, you can send them to our address. Make your check out to Moyer Multimedia, LLC. It's 911 Chico Lane, Aberdeen, Washington, 98520. That's Moyer Multimedia, LLC, 911 Chico Lane, Aberdeen, Washington, 98520. Okay, see you next week on Take Him With You. Copyright 2009, all rights reserved. Does Darth Vader's breathing keep sounding when he's talking? Like, I have you now. Does he still go? Is it a machine or is that his voice? I don't know.